feel like this is the latest we've ever done one before. Normally we're like 7 a.m. I know we can have coherent thoughts now. It's great. I feel like I'm awake. I had coffee but no food, so I'll probably stutter a little bit. All right. Good. Good to know. Well, we're recording now. Oh, good. That's great. Welcome to the Morning After Podcast, a Freedom Center Church podcast. All right, well, welcome to another episode of Morning After Podcast. Pastor Josh here with you with Pastor Jim. How Good are you doing morning, morning, Cyber World. And Pastor Carl is finally back on the podcast. How, I know. How's That's it going? Good. I was worried last night because I was really excited that you were going to be able to be on today. And then you texted me saying like, hey, my daughter's sick and I'm not really feeling that great. So I might not be here. So I'm glad that you're here. Today. I'm glad I'm here. Today's too. topic, divine healing and how <laughs> Pastor Carl achieved it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By sending nine ninety nine to yeah, <laughs> yeah. here's your holy water. water. Yeah, I, had, I bought an end oh. times bucket and I'm okay now. Wow, <laughs> we, we went right there. We, I mean, right, we haven't even gotten to the topic we yet. We're already... any less. I'm back, baby. <laughs> I, don't, I, have, I have no idea what an end times bucket is, but it's piqued my curiosity. I would like to know what that is. Speaking of WWF, it's kind of the WWF yeah, yeah, of Christianity. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yesterday. Pathways Part four. Part 4. I knew last week when we were on the podcast, we talked about how you didn't really know what you were going to talk about on yeah. Sunday yet. Like you yeah. had number five picked out next week, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. We're doing the, the, the panel the discussion. Panel discussion. Yeah. But this one, you were still kind of confused on. Yeah. What? Not confused. It's just, the problem is there's, I, I got 10 more weeks of teaching in my head and in my heart that I think is sure. important to people. But honestly, I think our attention span as a culture wouldn't last 10 weeks. If you've yeah. not been interested in this series, right. then four weeks is a really long time. Right. You know what I mean? And I, and I, but at the same time, it's it's been one of the greater, uh, I think people are more interested in it than the average series, especially online. It's been shocking yeah. how many people have been engaged yeah. in it. Um, right, and I don't know if that's just the topics that we're going on. We're, we hit it pretty hard social media-wise, okay. so just attacking like, uh, anxiety like people yeah watch this if you're dealing with anxiety watch this which series. is massive i mean it's correct epidemic, yeah so yeah yeah, you know. yeah and i say huh. this i've said this quite a bit i don't know if i've said it on the podcast but it seems like when i was in high school 10 years ago you didn't hear about anybody having anxiety yeah. like maybe it was there but you didn't really explain to it like now it seems like every single kid that i talk to we lead the junior senior d team right every single kid is pray for my anxiety i'm having bad anxiety i'm having anxiety right. attacks and I don't really know, like, the root cause of that. I do. Okay. Uh, it just hasn't been proven scientifically yet. It's it's video. It's uh, yeah. it's artificial light, video simulation, the face and the screen. Yeah. If, if you look at it, the how long kids spend with their face and electricity versus, you know, back when you were in high school, which sure. was, what, 10 years ago? Yep, 10 years ago. Yeah. That it's it's changed completely. The effectiveness, the color, the brightness, the interaction. So if you spend four hours, you know, looking at a small, colorful screen, or compound that now with video games, with an online world, your your yeah. brain is not created for artificial right. life. It just is. We can go there. We can talk on a phone. We can, you know, email a friend. We can whatever. But man, yeah. back in my day, which is thirty yeah. some years ago, <laughs> there, there was a game called Dungeons and Dragons. Uh -huh. It was a, it was a fantasy game where yeah, you rolled the dice and you yeah but but they're still idiots right I mean they're idiots back then oh, but, wow. but the reason but the reason <laughs> and, get ready for the email yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm sorry that I step on a larper's toes no. I'm just saying it's okay to go to a movie that doesn't really affect you but to live in a fantasy world affects yeah. you so now make that fantasy right. world brighter than reality you know prettier yeah. than reality 
sure. you're more powerful than you are in reality. It's yeah. people are, are living in a completely fake world so much that I think honestly the anxiety is where am I? What am I doing? What's what's yeah. real? So when you do face reality, well now all of a sudden you can't fly. Right. And you don't have a sword that springs out of your hand magically or a, an automatic yeah. machine gun that makes you a sniper. Like it's right. I, I think honestly the the number one cause is sleep related back to video issues. And of course just the pressure that are yeah. on kids. Well I'll, t- I'll take it one step further. We talked about this in our, our D team. I think a lot of it is social media. Mm. The fact that when you were a kid you were in a classroom of about 30 kids and you compared yeah. yourself to those 30 kids. Yeah. I might not be as fast as that kid, but I'm faster than that kid is. Yeah. Well, now you get on social media and you have millions of people that you're comparing yourselves right. to, not the right. 29 other people that are in your class with you. Yeah. And I think that that brings a lot of anxiety because sure. I'm not as good looking as that kid is, or I don't have as much money or as much fun sure. as those kids do. Yeah. And it's just, it's a I, lot of anxiety. I think even the the lack of social interaction, Sure, you know, and I remember being over encounter and you know it's our young adult ministry here and there was a stretch you know maybe october-ish to december where we started hitting you know triple digits almost every night you know 100 105 100 whatever and then uh, almost overnight 20 people just dropped off the face of the planet and whoa what like what just happened so i followed up with a few of them and it was i walk into the lobby and my social anxiety just skyrockets right i I can't i can't anymore yeah and i remember being so like wow i like i i I didn't realize that that was such a thing sure and i think a big part of it is you know in the world that we live in today not really understanding how to have conversations with people how to interact with people yeah you know i i think the online world brings a lot of wonderful wonderful capabilities but i think one of the detriments of it is i i interact socially on a screen which is much different than interacting socially face to face and i i do think there are some really deep you know chemical things that are yes. off in people and i, I would yeah. never want to dis, disparage that but i think there's also a solid amount of it that's just i have no idea how to interact i feel super awkward oh my gosh everybody's watching me nope 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 can't do this i'm out yeah and and helping people get to that you know, it's funny take, take that. that same person that deals with social anxiety just let me take them fishing for a week out in the wilderness, no screens. It gets dark. You go to sleep. Yeah. You sit on a campfire, but it's it's a different kind of light. Right. I, I no one ever suffers from social anxiety. No one ever has panic attacks when you're in the woods. When you're looking at the stars. When your circadian sure. rhythms are in sync with it with nature. It's just I I, yeah, I wouldn't be, being I wouldn't from say, the city. I'll challenge that. Yeah. <laughs> you're going fishing with me in June. Right. You're going fishing with me in June. I wouldn't yeah, say yeah. no TV. I, 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 I would say this no, is the first no time in 38 years I'm feeling anxiety. Right. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't say no one, but I would say a, a larger amount yeah. of that. And I hate fishing, but yeah. I've gone fishing with you. And there's just something yeah. the first day or two, you're like, I really miss technology. And I really miss <laughs> yeah. like being connected. And then about day three, you're like, this is actually really enjoyable. And like, you realize you're not really missing anything that you thought that you were missing. Right. Kind now of, you're swimming in the ice cold lake and you're right. catching a fish and you're yeah. jumping off of cliffs and you're. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Now that caused anxiety. I was down the boat watching you guys jump off the cliff. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to live. Right. And I have to tell their mother. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of have this theory. I mean, like back 100 years, 200 years ago, like 
cigarettes were everywhere. Everybody smoked. They didn't realize kind of the long-term health. And yeah. I, I think a hundred years from now, we're going to look back at yeah, smartphones and it's going to be like, we didn't realize really how detrimental yeah. it was to be attached to that thing. Yeah, it won't be a hundred years, 10 years day. from now, there'll be a warning. Uh, it'll, it'll be clearly in my opinion, 10 yeah. years from now, we'll, we'll see it as one of the worst developmental uh, mistakes that parents have made, you know, and, and I, it's not like they right. caused this, but put your kid in front of a TV set. We've known this since I was a kid. The kids that were placed in front of TV sets are different than the kids that were told to play outside. It, it's always been that way. Well, now the yeah. TV set is not this tube that's black and white. You have to get up and change the channel, and, and most of it's boring you know, right. because it's bad programming. Now it's, I mean, how many times do you have to flip a channel, social media? How many times do you, you know, look at the next thing, the next thing, the next thing? How many times do you swipe right or left or whatever? It's it's such a, we're, we're, not, we're not being entertained. We're being bombarded. Our brain chemistry yeah, is being true. bombarded and overstimulated. And now we go back to a world that we don't fit in, we don't know, we're not in rhythm with, and, and all of a sudden we're anxious. I just, I think a lot of that anxiety is, is chemical related to the way we're misusing what God gave us in our brains. Yeah, that's good. Well, I wasn't planning on talking about anxiety for a lot of the day today, but I, yeah, I think you guys are both saying, I think that um, it's, it's a topic that the church has to talk about because it's very prevalent yeah, in the Can world. Can I just say something? Yeah, if, yeah, if someone listening is, is suffering with anxiety or they know someone who is, this is what i like you to do. I'd like you to write out your ideal day that, that includes no screen time. I, I'd like yeah. you to go to sleep at the same time every night. I'd like you to work out vigorously for yep. at least 60 minutes a day. I'd like you to consider the sort of nutrition, preservatives. I, if you live clean and on a schedule with exercise, vigorous exercise, and in a 30 days of doing that, you're still suffering from anxiety, then I think you need to go see a doctor. Yep. But I bet you 80% of the right. people that would do that will not be suffering from anxiety 30 days from right now. Yeah. It's getting your brain back into, go, you know, have dinner with friends. And yeah. I mean, invite them over. Sit around a campfire and roast a hot dog. Don't go to a crowded restaurant with, you know, 30 televisions all around you and say, I went out with friends. You really didn't. You overstimulated again your brain to a place of dysfunction. We were not created to live in combat seven days a week. And that's what we're doing, really. Right. Uh, we are combating an environment, ignoring so much of it. And if you lack the ability to ignore you know, and actually focus, which right. the ADD guy has to focus on everything in the room. It's, yeah. it's, it's really bad. I, I'm sensitive to it for a variety of reasons. And I, I know that, like, if I go Christmas shopping for two hours, I need a two-hour nap because that much <laughs> stimulation is exhausting to me. But right. if I go fishing, I can fish 14 hours a day and yeah. still have energy to play Monopoly at night, which right. is the most boring game in the history <laughs> of board games. Yeah. I think one of the scariest parts about the fact that, like you're saying, like that we're in front of screens so much, is that there's a lot of parts of life that are meant to be enjoyable that then no longer become enjoyable mm -hmm. anymore, right? Sure. Like sitting there sure. and watching my son play and like enjoying yeah. my son all of a sudden becomes way less enjoyable because yeah. there aren't explosions and loud noises <laughs> and exciting things happening. You have a machine right? gun, you'll be excited, yeah. you know? I mean, there are explosions, they're in his pants. Yeah. But no, no, movie explosions or anything like that. Yeah. So I think it just, yeah, like it's, it's, it seems like it's a, it's giving you joy in the moment, but a lot of times spending that much time in front of screens is really, yeah. it's a, it's a joy sucker in the long run. Yeah. It's taking away. You, you look at what entertained life. kids, you know, 30 years ago or what entertained yeah. us 30 years. You were releasing an old movie, like a black and white movie. It's like, man, this dialogue is slow, man, this movie's barely moving, man, I can't right. stand it. And, and this was an Oscar winner. This, this like everybody looked at every movie and said, that's the best movie of the year. Right. And you look at it and you go, really? It, it's terrible. <laughs> you know, it moves so slow. So we are, we are getting more and more desensitized, you know, to, to things. So now we have to have 
3D chase scenes, you know, and, and planes and spaceships and explosions. And, yeah. you know, it has to move. I, the number of words, I, I don't know this, but I bet you the number of words in the average half hour of television, just the script that you have to talk so much faster. You got the West Wing with the, the most words in, in half an hour of any television show. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't seem that fast when you watch it. They're just they're just talking, you know, but right. the, the complex story plots and the ridiculous comedy it just it's so far from life and it used to be lassie the most unbelievable thing on on tv other than a talking horse was lassie always knew when timmy fell in a well and came and barked you know what i mean that that was the speed of the show the drama was timmy fell down a well and lassie came and barked and the dad said what's wrong girl you know and timmy fell in a well and timmy fell in a well and they go and find timmy that was the end of the show <laughs> Opie resolved. Aunt B was still old and wonderful. Andy was still smarter than the criminals. You know, right. it, it isn't that anymore. Yeah. And it's because we've we are over we are overstimulating and thereby desensitizing generations. Right. Just well, make and, a campfire and sit by it. And let me offer the counterpoint in some ways to that, saying I think a lot of the advances that we've made are absolutely incredible. Yeah, I have every plan on going to see Avengers Endgame oh, and yeah. absolutely sitting there being completely desensitized <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to all of that stuff. I, I think there's I think there's a this line where you have to ask yourself, is convenience really convenient? And I think in some things there are there are wonderful advances that allow us to you know, I don't have to go out to the Shirewasi Creek and beat my clothes against a rock it's, to, in it's order a, to clean a, them. It's you a know? river. Like it's not a creek. Whatever it, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a creek. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't have to, you know, do stuff like that. So I, I think there are wonderful advantages. You know, the, the fact that, uh, you know, I, I used to work at a camp and I can talk with friends who came from overseas that I'm still friends with to this day through things like social media and whatnot. So I, I think there are wonderful ways to be able to utilize and take advantage of this stuff in order to make life, you know, easier and to make sure. life, you know, more convenient. Yeah. But I think the question that, you know, I know I have to ask is, have I filled my life with so many, conv- you know, if, if I fill my life with a thousand things now instead of a hundred that took, you know, a little longer, yeah, that's not really more convenient. That's not, that's, no. that's less convenient <laughs> or, or it's the same, you know, I don't yeah. have to beat my clothes against the rock anymore. Yeah. But if I throw my clothes in the laundry while watching a show, while you know doing this, while on a phone while call, while, right? while, you while know texting, what I mean? while like, you're doing that, returning email, yeah. while you're doing that. So yeah. I, I think those are questions that every person has to ask: is you know these wonderful advancements? How many of them do I actually need yeah. in my life? Do I need them? Yeah, I, yeah, I think I do at this yeah. in this day and age, yeah. but. Well, you're talking if about I need, have 50 of them. Do I have the necessity of them versus do I need them? Sure. So well, I have the necessity I mean, of them. You know, I don't then, technically need uh, here, here's a, house, here's a quiz for anybody <laughs> listening to this. Am, do I have an issue, which is going to be 10 years from now, be called addiction? Right now, it's just called a whatever. 10 yeah. years from now, the cigarette smoking, it's a habit. Right. Now I understand it as an addiction. 10 years from now, this will be known as an addiction. If you have an addiction to media, to light, to sound, to stimulation, you'll realize that because you don't have quiet moments. When you do have a quiet moment in the bathroom, you do have a quiet moment in the car, you do have a quiet moment between meetings. If you get out your phone for no reason and you look at it, 
you have an addiction. Yeah. You're, no, you're addicted yeah. to the dopamine, to the light stimulation. Right. Now, you know, if, if, there's, if it's a quiet time, you just woke up, you're going to sleep just after a meal, you have a cigarette, that's a habit. Well, then 50 years later, we say it's not a habit, it's an addiction. This will be known as an addiction 10 years from now. And, yeah. it, and it is hurting people in, in non-cancerous ways. Um, and it is where all the commerce is being done, all the entrepreneurs are, all the, so it's not going to be known as terrible. The only people that would be upset about this would be the parents, helping their kids, their teenage, or young adults through anxiety. So no, sure. because of that, there's not going to be any lawsuits. There's not going to be any Philip Morris, you know, and billion-dollar settled lawsuits like, like we have with tobacco. Yeah. But this will be known as an addiction 10 years from now, a common addiction that we're going to have to deal with. And even now, I think you're seeing it because every every week I get something saying how much screen time I have on it. Like Apple is now informing me how many right. hours a day my phone is open and right. so forth. Yeah. So I, I think I think that the table's already turning. Like People are already starting to realize there right. is a negative effect. That was Apple's time. big thing was with their software update. It was like, we yeah, of course we want you to still be buying our advice our, our devices but yeah. like people are spending way too much time you, on these using devices. them properly right that's the yeah, exactly uh, you know that's really the big again i yeah. think it's a world that these conveniences are fantastic and yeah. i plan on fully taking advantage of them right however how many of them do I need and, and am I using? And, and right, you're talking about productivity, properly. you're talking right. about information, you're right. talking about research, you know, meaningful things. Right. Yeah. I, I'm talking about, again, after dinner, you grabbed a cigarette because you smoked. When you first woke up in the morning, you grabbed your pack of cigarettes because you smoked. Sure. Well, remove the word cigarette, put in the word cell phone, and if everything's still true, you have an addiction. Right. It, yeah. it may not cause lung cancer, but it That's is good. affecting you in other ways. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. How did well, we get there? I, I don't know, but it was good. Yeah. I, I think, I think honestly, the, just the most reaction we get from social media is people talking about anxiety or this is helping yeah. me with anxiety. So I yeah. think just talking about, um, a lot of times when people are dealing with anxiety, they try to get rid of the, that, the anxiety feeling instead yeah. of really digging to the root of where that oh, anxiety anxious. is actually yeah. coming from. Yeah. And I think if more people can just deal with that root of where the anxiety is actually coming from, yeah. then a lot more people will be set free from yeah. the, the, those anxiety Eat right, problems. rest right, take an hour long walk, yeah. unless you're more physically capable Any, than taking an hour long Anytime that run. I'm feeling anxious, it's because I took the week off from the gym, I yeah. stopped eating good, um, I'm probably eating a little bit more at night before I go to bed. Yeah. Things like that tend to make anxiety come back for me. And then if I can just get my life back into the normal swing of things, yeah. I've, it, it doesn't matter what problem comes to me. I feel a lot less anxious about it than, than other, other things that might seem small when I'm eating healthy that all of a sudden turn into big anxious anxiety, panic inducing yeah. things. So yeah. All right. Well, let's keep going on. Cause we talked okay. about that for a long time. Let's talk about last Sunday because we haven't really talked about that <laughs> yeah. at all yet yeah your thoughts from uh, from Sunday yeah um you know I, I give it a C plus personally I, I felt like it I okay I tried to put too much into into the time that I had allotted yeah uh, it was it was our anniversary and so we were honored yep. and that took some time and so I, I felt rushed in the first service but I, I but it, it wasn't it wasn't that we're grateful for the honor but just mm -hmm. it just is I I tried to, <laughs> I literally had I mean that was He's that was three sermons no, no, no. you've been, you've been Convenience is no, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> five we, minutes for that. It's five minutes less than I had. To yeah, <laughs> but I had I had three sermons. I was already trying to put into a hopeful thirty minutes that I know right. is going to be thirty five forty. So I, I it's um I th I think the information the cognitive dissonance is really what I was trying to hit. That if yeah. I don't see this as true, I will search until I find something that is right. And so when we look at our past and where was God when, well, we, we don't have continuity of narrative. Yeah. We have 
cognitive dissonance. And if you weren't here, those words are just big words. But yeah. basically, if, if my story doesn't make sense, I can't accept it. My brain won't allow me to call something true that I really don't believe. Right. So we have a lot of people trying to work on that third paradigm, that third reality, where my mm-hmm. good works, which aren't really good, and his insufficient grace, which really is sufficient, yeah. you know, and here we're trying to earn something that's been, been given to us as a gift. We just, if we can get past that, or we can give God our whole past, then we can pivot and give God our whole future. Well, then right. what are we anxious about? If, if the God who was faithful to me when I was a sinner is promised me he's going to be there in my future, I mean, I saw him deal with my past. What are, what are my worries about the future? What are my concerns? What are my fears? What are my goals? What are my what are the positive things? Like, I sh- yeah. should I be dreaming bigger? You know what I mean? Because sure. God is waiting for me in the future. So that was that was the pivot, was how do we get continuity of narrative from being a past thing to our future thing? And what stops it is self-limiting beliefs and thoughts, what we'd be called cognitive dissonance. That I just... A C and E and a G should make a C chord, and it's a C, uh, an E yeah. and an F minor. You go, uh, something's just right. wrong. It doesn't feel right. You know, yeah. we know it doesn't feel right. Yeah, I think people really enjoyed that piano analogy. Did they? they? Did. Yeah. <laughs> really? Well, I should play piano I think more often. Some of it was like, oh, Pastor can play the piano. I didn't yeah. Play that. yeah. <laughs> a chord. I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, I chord. need more piano players. There Maybe I'll go. get Pastor yeah. up there playing. As long yeah. as it's yeah. in the you're, key you're of be, G or C. Your own piano yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah. make this piano thing. girl, why didn't you get out they there? They make this beautiful thing called the transpose button, which really? is just like a capo. Too you much can, technology. You can play I'm in, having anxiety. You can play don't, C, don't. You can play in C or G no matter what key we're playing in. You just got to hit yeah. the button enough times, and it'll turn it into C or G. So. Yeah, it was weird because I did actually hit it, but it, I couldn't hear it. It was out in the house, so oh. it came later. And I thought if I can, like an old-fashioned, you know, the pianos that used to be mechanical, yeah. they're, they're actually a percussion instrument. Like they actually struck a string. I love that. Like to right. get a piano all by myself and nobody around so I can sing like an idiot and just yeah. worship as the deer pants for the water. You know, <laughs> Hosanna Integrity, that, 1978. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> that's a great hymn. All right, well, I cut you off. I <laughs> it's not a hymn. That's not a hymn. It oh, created the hymn of war. Oh. No, that that's as the created, deer. It really? was a chorus. Like we pivoted from hymn number forty-seven to as the deer pants and lost a whole generation that huh. couldn't worship. I s- quote quote marks in my fingers that way. Huh. I swear, right. every time I open up a hymn, hymn, yeah, it's, it's like, in there. Yeah, alphabetical order. That's as what I thought too. I grew up on not there. It is oh, not there. It's, wow. it's a that was the first. Uh, I feel lied to. <laughs> that was the first Hillsong recording. My darling check was was the worship leader, female worship leader. They they didn't realize that she was uh, a female because they put in D check was her instead of Darlene. Yeah. They showed up to do this recording of this church that was really happening in Sydney, Australia, and realized it was a female worship leader. The first one that Hosanna Integrity who who put out all this. Where guy was doing great stuff, they went and they went and did it there. So like at the Brownsville huh. Revival and other places, they did a. Uh, and it was a subscription once a month. You got a cassette tape. I kid you not. It's in like the Columbia mail house. for only nine ninety nine plus shipping like and handling, which was forty dollars. Yeah, the Netflix of worship music. Yeah. Columbia House of Music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's old old school. All right, well, you, you're going to say something before that, Pastor. Yeah, Carly, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you know, I and I get the whole like C plus because you're, you know, everybody's always the hardest on themselves when they do this stuff. But I think one of the most poignant things that, you know, you brought out of this is the question of hearing and doing you know the the point that you know and the bible's obviously very clear that we're not just supposed to be hearers of the word we ought to be doers and i i think it's to make that distinction with people is uh both sad and good that we that we even have to bring something like Mm -hmm. that up and that there is a difference between that because for me 
the longer that I've studied the word, the longer that I have read it and, you know, created the habit in my life of daily opening up that Bible or bringing up my Bible app. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No Uh wonder you have anxiety. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everybody knows how much I struggle with anxiety. (laughs) 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 You know, there, there's a, uh, I don't see the difference between hearing and doing mm. because the Bible begs that you do. Yeah. The Bible, it's not, you know, I, I study the word, I study the word, I study the word. Yeah. But the there's so much of the Bible as you're studying what this means That's it's asking you to do. It's yeah. asking, and it's, it's funny, you were talking yesterday, and I thought, I think back on you know, the general theme of the conversations that I have with people when I meet with them and it's, you know, uh, something's missing. Yeah. And I go, okay, what are you doing? <laughs> and they say, you know, I'm reading the Bible and I'm yeah. praying, you know, all the good Christian yeah. answers with your ichthus fish on the back of your car. Um, <laughs> okay, but what are you doing? Yeah. Sorry to those of you that have an ichthus fish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we you may, know, we may they're, they're sorry like, for you ahead of time, but we, we now we're especially sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I I'm reading the Bible. I'm praying. Like, is there a different answer you're searching for here? And it's like your yeah. your faith. And I this is such a bad example. Like, but it is. Uh, it's like a virus. Mm. It has a desire to reproduce itself. Mm, and yeah. when you have something inside of you that has this desire to reproduce itself and you never act on that desire. You never help that desire be fulfilled. I almost think in some ways it becomes poisonous to you. Hmm. I I, I don't mean to say that as a negative thing. Yeah. Yeah, Towards the gospel, but it's like every person that's out there that's sitting saying my life just is not adding up inside. Like I go to church, I do this and it's not like like you know you're you're looking for the white picket fence and the 2.5 kids and the whatever and that's fine i'm not trying to yeah. you know whatever to that but hey that's that's not like go and make disciples that was yeah. the last command and if you right. and i aren't doing that you're not doing the thing that your faith right. is begging you to do right. inside of you and so there's this like there's this disconnect for people between what I hear and what I'm actually right. doing, and life makes so much less sense right. when those things are you, – you cannot hear without doing. You cannot do without hearing. Like, mm-hmm. there, there is no right. separation. Faith, faith between, yeah, there is, is no dead. separation yeah. between them. Yeah. And that's Solid. the thing that I think – it's sad that we have to communicate and that I have to even in, at times remind myself that those are the things because if I hide behind a pulpit yeah. – if I hide behind the title of my name and completely ignore the person in VGs or at Rough Draft that mm. is sitting there looking downtrodden and depressed or that doesn't know Christ or that is bawling their eyes out, but, you know, come to church on Sunday and then I'll talk to you about Jesus. That's yeah. that's not what my faith begs me to do. So th- there's yeah. just... There's not a separation between hearing and doing I, to me. I, I know we're running out of time. Yep. So let me make this like the closing kind of a statement. I think we can prove everything we've talked about today, and none of this is scripted. We don't know where we're going to – we don't until you ask us a yeah. question. Even then, you didn't ask the question that we ended up answering right. for, for half an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I've been leading people on third world missions trips for 30 years of various ages, as young as uh, you were one or two years old, mm-hmm. Pastor Josh. JD was six weeks old, the first or three weeks old. The first time we took him on a missions trip, he was a three week old baby down to the Sonoran Desert. Um, all the way through, uh, Skip, who's had a stroke and has a limited vocabulary, um, elderly people. And I, I, I'm sorry, but like to get on a plane and go to a third world country, sleep on the ground at 70, you're a rock star. Mm-hmm. Never once has anybody had an anxiety attack. And never once has anyone said, this wasn't worth it. This, in other words, I went somewhere in the third world where I was not overly stimulated, the first thing we talked about. Yeah. I worked hard. I ate simply. I was in community. And all I thought about was getting Jesus from my heart into their heart through works, through speech, through translators, through whatever. And and they come back, and I've never once had somebody experience worse culture shock going down than coming back. The culture shock, we used to warn people about culture shock going down. When you go down, they're going to smell things, see things, be around things, hold babies in your arms that have been you know abused mm-hmm. or hungry, and there's going to be a certain shock. I, we don't even say that hardly anymore. The right. shock now is when people come back. To, to the world that is moving so fast and they're like they feel overwhelmed and they felt fulfilled for a week or two weeks or three weeks on this trip they come back and they feel empty again right. and how do I get this I think the same might be true for kids at youth camp that are off of their things in community at an altar caring about other people I, there really is like you said Pastor Carl there's a there's a life that we can we can call Christian because we read our Bible and we pray but if we don't do if we don't go if if our faith has no works no wonder it's dead yeah. and, and dead things don't reproduce. So I, I think, I think we can prove everything by saying, let's go fishing for a week or let's go soul winning for a week or let's go. But I, th- I think that the problem with the missions trip is when you come back, you're no longer on mission. You should be sure that the satisfaction you felt in community, right. in the word, yeah. engaged, you know, man, right. you, you can have that every day. You can live. Well, on we mission. keep talking about this for forever, I think, but a lot of that is just expectation. When you go down there, you're expecting to yeah. be disciples, and when you come back home, there's no expectation yeah. there anymore. You're expecting you're... dinner, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 In front of a TV yep. set. Yeah. All right, we've got one minute left. Really? Okay. Give us give us a preview of next of next week. Yeah. In so one minute. I, back to you know hearing versus doing. We're going to talk to um, uh, people or person who has. Who has done this? Who has taken shattered, lied to, abused, neglected, and gradually been transformed by the renewing of their minds uh, to become something else? So it's going to go from theology or even theoriology mm-hmm. or physiology theories and or scientific fact to what does that really look like? And we're going to open up the floor electronically so people can overstimulate themselves by getting out their phone and they can they can text in questions to a phone number that will then be kind of couched like what's this is a good question those good questions are the ones that kind of embody everybody else's questions will be sent to me that I will ask specific people or or person we're still not sure exactly the number of people on that panel I I got it working two ways Um, you know so I want to ask you this question when this happens someone's asking when they're they're here where you used to be, what what do you do next? How does that look? How does that, how'd you get over that? How'd you forgive? How'd you get through that? How'd you reprogram? How'd you discipline? How'd you read? How'd you understand? Right. Um, so the, the congregation now gets to ask their questions to not not me, not a teacher or not, but to, to their friends. Yeah. You've been through this, I'm in it. How do I get out? How do right. I get through? How do I get over? Right, awesome, cool. Well, I think that's gonna be a really exciting yep. week yeah. of church. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely not gonna be your normal, typical Sunday morning. Uh, I think it'd be a great week to bring a friend that's never been to church it would before. Be. Yeah. It's it gonna be. kind of be a, almost a little bit more of like a, a talk show type format than it is just a, 
sit down and listen to Pastor Jim preach, which is great. But this is <laughs> this is just something a little bit different. Can I be your off-screen voice? Yeah. And now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. Yeah. Tell him what's one Bob. Yeah. Put in the car. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. We both went prices right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. I, I went Bob Barker. Yeah. You went Drew right, Carey. Right, right. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the difference. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for your time, guys. Uh, we will talk to you again next week. Like Don't I said, we would to love to pets. see you this Sunday at nine and eleven thirty. If you're out of town or you can't make it, you can always catch us on live stream at 9 a.m. and we will see you for the final week of the Pathways series. Have a good week. <laughs>